Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, June 22nd. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The Knesset convenes in Jerusalem for another tumultuous day. Agenda and bills dissolve the Knesset and head to new national elections. A total of 11 separate bills are expected to be voted on today. The first, presented by Likud M.K. Yariv Levine, passed with 110 in favor and none opposed. Others, some presented by coalition members and others from the opposition, are being voted on throughout the day. The coalition hopes to complete the legislation, which requires the passage of three readings of the bill as soon as possible, in order to block any attempts by the opposition led by Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu to form an alternate coalition made up of the present Knesset parties instead of going into national new elections. Netanyahu is seeking to delay the readings until the end of the week or the following week in order to have more time to forge a new coalition that would set up a government under his leadership. The Knesset House Committee is to convene on Monday to prepare the bills for further reading. Meanwhile, the Speaker of the Knesset, Mickey Levy, is opposing introducing legislation that would bar anyone under indictment on criminal charges from forming a government. The bill to be introduced by Yisrael Baitano, and if passed, would stop Netanyahu, who is being tried for corruption, from heading a new coalition government. Levy said that it was a basic law that required considerable debate and not something that could be rushed through the legislation. Yeshatid party leader Yair Lapid, who is to take over as caretaker prime minister if and when the Knesset passes a bill to dissolve itself, said that the biggest strongman in the opposition wasn't Netanyahu, but rather Itamar Ben-Kvir, the leader of the far-right Utsma Yehudit party. Speaking at a conference in Jerusalem, Lapid said that his goal is to prevent the extremists from getting power and destroying the state. Likud MK Miki Zohar defended Ben-Kvir and told Khan that he could certainly be part of a future government, Ben Gvir has developed pragmatism and responsibility. He has matured, he said. All schools and kindergartens across the country are striking today after the teachers' union stepped up its sanctions as part of its wage negotiations with the Treasury. Special education frameworks were not affected. Education Minister Yifat Shasha Biton has blamed the finance ministry for the union's decision to stage a general strike, saying treasury workers were being inflexible. She said it was possible to meet today to prevent this pain to teachers and pupils. The finance ministry said that the disagreement was over vacation days and pensions. In the West Bank, police are investigating the stabbing death of a Palestinian man during an altercation with Israelis over a land dispute near the village of Salfit in the Ariel district. Palestinians told Reuters that an Israeli stabbed the man, identified as Ali Hassan Harab, 27. The incident reportedly happened on Tuesday after Arabs confronted a group of Israelis who came to the field to scout out land for a new outpost. Israelis said that the Arabs had stoned them. Palestinians said the Israelis initially fled but later returned with an IDF patrol. They claimed the troops fired into the air and one of the Israelis stabbed Harab. A police spokesperson said it was unclear who stabbed the man. A common reporter says that the knife allegedly used in the murder was found in the vicinity of Ariel. No arrests have yet been made. Meanwhile, Israeli security forces have arrested 11 wanted terrorists across the West Bank overnight. They also confiscated weapons, ammunition, and flak vests. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid told U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in a phone call last night that U.S. President Joe Biden's upcoming visit to Saudi Arabia and Israel will have a powerful impact on the region. 
He told Blinken that it would also aid in the fight against Iran and had immense potential to significantly improve regional stability and security. According to a foreign ministry statement, Biden is expected to visit the region in mid-July. The battle for the appointment of the IDF chief of staff, uh, the office of the attorney general, said that there would need to be an essential need to justify an appointment. It said that, in general, the appointments of officials during an election season has traditionally been avoided. And it also added that the idea of breaking a tradition would be evaluated. Head of the opposition, Benjamin Netanyahu, had asked the attorney general to instruct the government to freeze all senior appointments, including that of the new IDF chief of staff. Defense Minister Benny Gantz said that the appointment of the IDF chief was critical, and he rejected the general impression that there was a race against time and said he was just trying to hold an orderly choice for the replacement of IDF chief of staff, Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi. Gantz also said that he would consult with Netanyahu over the matter and called on the Likud leader not to try to harm the choice of the next IDF chief since it would harm state security. The Ministry of Defense has begun constructing a 45-kilometer-long security barrier in the northern Samaria area. The security barrier will include a 9-meter-high protective wall as well as additional technological means. The security barrier will stretch from the northern Samaria all the way to Bat Hefer region and will replace a security fence that was built about 20 years ago. Now taking a look at the weather, and it will be a little warmer but still unseasonably cool. On Friday, it will be hotter in the hills and humid along the coast. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 26, Beersheba 31, and Enilat going up to 35 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.